What's the topic today? Chris Light. Whoa. The topic today, Gwen Frey, uh, is this year, 2017, the year that has been. I've alluded to us talking about a game of the year, but unfortunately, due to you being a actual game developing type person, you've not really played many games this year. So we're going to talk about the year as, as a whole in the games industry. Trends and whatnot. There was a lot of... I mean, we could definitely talk about there's a lot of good games this year. Yeah. You know what I kind of decided to do about like a minute ago? Because I'm looking through other people's games of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we should rate other people's game of the year lists now that they're all coming out. I don't see that as a bad thing. I could. Do you want me to quickly run down Chris's games of the year? Oh, yeah. Let's go through yours. And then I'll you'll you'll be one of the people I'm rating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to rate you. Go. So in my game of the year list, I have got. And this is this is no, this isn't in a particular order until the last one. Uh, okay. Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah, I had a ton of fun with that game. That game, despite all the people being angry about the loot boxes and the way you had to pay for progression, despite it being a premium game, and da 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 da, da I don't think I play any game enough to even notice that being a thing. So I just had a ton of fun with it. I loved uh, the single-player campaign. It's simple, but it's Star Wars, and it's fun, and it looks real See, pretty, good. and I enjoy this it. This is a yeah. This is a really like bold stance too to open with that. Yeah, you you chose a controversial one for your first one. So out of the gate, everybody that's hearing <laughs> this is like, oh damn, he's Chris Light making a stand. Chris Light didn't. There we go. Oh my god, I ended up in it. This is a side note through Star Wars, but I ended up. Uh, ranting i guess you could say for almost 10 minutes solid about jar jar binks and star wars episode one i so i'm deep in the weeds of having controversial opinions like uh in terms of i'm fine with jar jar binks gwen Frey, i got no problems with him poor fucker uh, so uh, opening with star wars battlefront 2 in my game of the year list is right in my wheelhouse and uh yeah it's a fun game i it bummed me out so much that everyone was really shitting on it because it feels like outside of all the microtransaction-y stuff, the, like, the guys at, I think it's DICE that made that game? Is it DICE? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they did an amazing job compared to the last one. Like, the last one felt so bare-bones and was missing all the different eras of Star Wars and missing, like, depth to the game. And they feel like they've really blown that wide open and they've done a great job. They've added the single-player campaign and... It, does part of you love that game more because so many people hate it or do you feel like like do you do you love it as like a contrarian like i'm i'm a rebel i, I love this game now Fuck you guys and the fact that other people hate it kind of makes you love it more because you're like you just don't see it no it, with jar jar binks gwen he i feel bad for that character because i will feel uh. bad for anything that's kind of nice so in that sense, with him, yes, I definitely wear my love of Jar Jar Binks as a badge of "fuck you, grown men being angry at a cartoon." Uh, <laughs> like that's part of that. But Star Wars Battlefront Two, I enjoyed the beta, and then I just enjoyed the game. The day it ca- I got it three days before it came out because I ordered the super expensive, like well middle expensive edition. I didn't buy like the one that was hundreds of pounds, but. You got it three days early, so I was playing it three days early as well. And there was all the rumblings of the we're all mad, but I was super enjoying it. And then the game came out and people were even more angry and it just kept growing and growing. And I just remember thinking like this whole, this what is a good game feels like it's getting buried in the whole loot box 
debate, yeah. which was a shame for me. So I, I definitely just enjoyed it. It's just fun. It's like a Star Wars film. It's like I enjoy it and I get a lot from it, but also, you know, it's not going to change your life. It's just a very pretty, very well-made game. Like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. You don't have to defend it to me. I'm fine with it. Thanks, Gwen. You're allowed to, you're allowed to enjoy that game. Thank you. I will allow it. Thanks, Gwen. Uh, you're next on the list, it's, and it's one I've only yes. just recently started playing, like I finally got around to it, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That is, that is one. First of all, that game is beautiful. Like yeah. the the world looks stunning, and the characters look really good as well. Like the facial animations on the characters are really yeah. good. Like they look really lifelike, and there's only small points on the face that don't move in the way you would expect a face to move. But a lot of it looks amazing, and it's fun. It's a cool. A lot of the concept because I got round to playing it so late, so a lot of the excitement of the concept was kind of gone because you know you'd seen the trailers at e3 and you yeah. and the game had been out for almost a year by the time i got around I to know. playing it so i'm very familiar with this i usually play these games like when they're on sale yeah <laughs> so i bought yeah, it the day it came out and then just never got around to playing it that was the Ooh. one game that was that ridiculous for me that i purchased opened the cellophane installed it and then never played it until about well, three week, two weeks ago, I I I that resonates with me because like I have it right now, mm. um, and I've booted it up a bit, and I'm going to play through it quite a bit more because I I need to evaluate it. Yeah, but um, the it's on the PS4, and I prefer to play games that I can play on my PC with a controller. And yeah. I don't, I maybe it's just I bought a PS4 version. Is there a Steam no, version? No, it, it's a Sony exclusive. Yeah. Um. I, I prefer playing games on my Xbox One, so it fell into that. Like, my PS4 makes a ton of noise <laughs> for some reason, and so yeah. that puts me off, so I play more on my Xbox One. So, yeah, it was a similar thing, but it is a PlayStation exclusive, and yeah, it's yeah. it's really fun. That's That kills it for me, honestly. Like, I there's so many PS4 games I have. I have Persona 5. I haven't played it yet. Like, there's all these mm. amazing games I have for the PS4, and I just, like... I'd have to go upstairs and like switch the TV from the Xbox One to the PS4, yeah. and that's gonna take like three minutes at least. <laughs> so oh, jeez! I just yeah, I can just be playing a game right now instantly because yeah. I'm sitting here. You know, Immediate it's games. stupid, but it happens. For me, another thing that happens is like, um, I will end up putting. 40 hours into some stupid game mm. like I, not that it's stupid but like one that happened this year was road not taken for no reason yeah i put a shit ton of hours into that game uh and it's a small game and and i think part of the allure is like i, I don't feel bad booting it up because i'm like oh, i'll just play it for a little bit um whereas when you boot up a game like horizon zero dawn you're basically making a commitment you're yeah. like i'm gonna play i i have decided that the thing i'm doing this weekend is playing this game yeah 100 percent. Uh, and and even though i I would like I I'll put just as much time into smaller games because the upfront ask is just like hey do you know just come in and chill for a bit like something about that something psychologically allows me to just boot those games up whereas I feel like I'm not gonna boot up Horizon Zero Dawn unless I know I have a weekend that's free yeah. and I can just play the shit out of this game you know what I mean I hundred percent agree that that is a lot of what like stopped me playing it and the same thing like I'd have with Overwatch where I'd be like oh I can just play one game of Overwatch. And that's like 15 minutes of my time and then I can turn it off if I want. 
Whereas I found with the new, the way I'm streaming now, I will just play a game for like five or six hours. And so that's when I started playing Horizon because I was like, oh, I will sit here for the next five hours and just play this. And for after the first stream, which was five and a half hours, I felt everything had kind of opened up and I was playing the game now as opposed to mm-hmm. going through the beginnings of the game, which wasn't that it was super fun and I really enjoyed it. Oh, so it takes like five hours to get to like the... You're doing everything. Don't get me wrong. You are, after about an hour, you are kind of doing everything that you could do. But I felt at five hours in, I'd done a bunch of side quests. I'd sort of opened up the main story a bit more. And it was like, now we're in the game. And yeah, it's, it's fun though, dude. Like it's, it's a really nice world and I'm enjoying just going around doing side quests. And, oh, I actually, I took a picture in photo mode. It was amazing. Like the guy, I never bother with photo <laughs> mode. Some people get super into photo modes in games, but there was just a skyline. The sun was setting, so everything was red, and we'd just like taken over some camp. Not taken over some camp. Like there was a camp, and there was robot monsters in it, and we killed them. So there was all smoke rising out of those, while other people wandered around in the background. And you can then change the pose of your main character. So I had her like laying on her back with her arms behind her head. Like you could do that one. Like she's relaxing and looking out at the sky. Did a little snap of that, uh, and I was like, "Oh, this is really nice." And uh, it's a it it is just a nice, fun game with cool characters, and yeah, yeah. And there was oh, man, there were some surprising moments right at the go. Like it was, there were moments I literally went shit like when they happened. So it was like. It was good. It's so far. I've not finished it yet, That's, but it's fun. To be fair, this is uh, so you opened with a controversial one, and then you followed it up with I think most people consider that Horizon Zero Dawn to be game of the year. That is a lot of people's game of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's so so you went highly controversial to not controversial. At not all. controversial at all. Uh, yeah, this is good. Now now I'm in suspense as to what's your third. What's your third? Next, Yakuza Zero is. Uh, oh. Not it's a game that came out this year. Now in the you're West. going obscure. You really are just touching all the bases Covering here. It all, Gwen. It's like I'd thought about this and written it out. But no, Yakuza <laughs> Zero uh, is. Oh my god, it makes me feel so good because it's a it's a Sega game and it feels like a Sega game. Like the Yakuza series has been going since the PlayStation Two, and I never played any of them. And I kept hearing rumblings of like, if you like Shenmue. You will like this, and I was, and I was always like, I like Shenmue. But by the time I was even hearing those rumblings, it was the PlayStation Three era. We were up to like Yakuza Four, and you know the other ones were on an older console, and it was really difficult. It felt difficult to get into the series. So I was like, ah, it's gonna take ages. But then they made a prequel, and they released it, and it was like, if you ever wanted to play Yakuza, play this one, <laughs> and I did, obviously. And oh man. It just makes me, it feels, it has that same, you play it and you're immediately like, I'm playing a Sega game. I'm playing a game that feels like it's made by the, uh, the same company that made Shenmue. And the voice acting isn't terrible or anything. It's all in Japanese. So you're reading subtitles for everything. Uh, but it's really cool. Like you go, it's got a cool story. It does that awesome thing that I love about uh, Shenmue or Sega games in general, or Japanese games, I guess where you can you have this one story of you being a japanese gangster and then the yakuza and this whole betrayal storyline and trying to find out all this stuff that's going on and 
such a deep, like, kind of like, this is serious storyline to then you're walking down the street and two guys are like, hey, the producer for our film didn't show up. You look just like him. And now you're the producer on a shoot and you have to like know you like the randomness yeah like and and your character for some reason like oh it's so good like he's walking down the street these two guys are like oh you look like the producer of our film you could you could be the producer it'll trick the director and the director seems like a bit of a dick and your character just goes along with it and takes it really <laughs> if you click like i'm gonna do this quest your character's <laughs> committed he's like mm, i must do this i must do this properly and i must do a good job of being the producer of this film Hey man, it doesn't matter what you do in life, so long as you're the well. best at it. And, oh, do nothing halfway, man. Fuck, it's fun. I respect this. Like I walked into yeah. this little building, and it was like, there's so many little things you can do, like in this the city of because it's set in the 80s in Japan, and like the main kind of thing is fighting. Like you like fight people on the streets. Like they'll run up yeah. to you, and be like, I'll get you, and then you, it, and the fights are so hyper violent. But not in a way of blood going everywhere, in a ridiculous way where it's like there's a fighting style that involves picking up anything on the street, which can be like a motorcycle, just hitting people in the head with a motorcycle. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Like you laugh at how silly it is while you're playing it and how yeah. much fun you're having doing these stupid things. Everyone, everyone loves cartoon violence. Yeah. Over the top cartoon violence is the best. Right? Oh, and it's so totally. much fun. Yeah. Like you walk down this into this little building and it's like a. Uh, a cart racing kind of thing, like a little model toy car thing. And the guy that works behind it is, they're, they're all just such Japanese ridiculous characters. Like if they're a funny character, they're like super camp and like, oh, I love it. And yeah, you know, it's I, fun. There, I feel like there was a time when there was a lot of games where there was just, it was a game, but there was just tons and tons of mini games with yeah. it. That used to be pretty much the, like was there, the there was a time when that was more yeah that, that's what games were games didn't have this overarching theme this one thing they were they were this like you drop into this world and you do just a series of tons of different mini games mm. within it you know yeah no and that's what you're you're harking back into oh it's so I think, it's so was much it fun final fantasy similar in that way final fantasy 15 was uh yeah it kind of had elements of that but there was always like a main I mean, this has yeah, a main plot thrusting you along, but I don't know. You never... It was never ridiculous. Like, this is ridiculous <laughs> in terms of the things you can do. Although I think there's some sort of... <laughs> because, of course, because it's Japanese, there's some sort of weird softcore porny vibe to it as well. Where, like, I was playing... Because, again, yeah. I was playing this on stream on... I think on Devolver's channel. And <laughs> you walk into this shop and it's like... You can watch videos of girls and it was like do you want to watch this video and i was flicking through and it was like an actual real woman's face and everyone in the chat was like do not watch that no 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 no! don't watch that on this channel don't do that and i was like whoa why what happens they're like it's very clothes are all on but you will get this channel banned by twitch for watching that video oh, geez. and i was like oh shit okay well we'll not watch that now i was like no i'm good thanks man i'm back out but it was like what is this I didn't game think about that you know, that's a good way. If you want to protect your narrative from getting spoiled, <laughs> just, uh, fill it just with have to somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody, if you think about it, maybe that's what HBO does. Maybe that's why on those, on various HBO shows, like Game of Thrones, so it's like a random naked yeah. chick. Maybe they could like, do that. In any important scene. Like, halfway because through. Because if they, 
That way it can never be streamed. They've protected it <laughs> just be through like, time. You could just be like, and now I reveal to you the secret, but I'm just going to take my shirt off. Hang on. <laughs> right, now I'm going to reveal just- to you. <laughs> that That's could great. be it. But yeah. yeah, Yakuza 0 is, if you have a hankering, like... I feel, if you're the sort of person that's going to play this, you already know you're the sort of person that's going to play this. Like, I am a sucker for a game that feels like it could have been on the Dreamcast. Like, if I get a vibe of, this feels like it was on the Dreamcast, then I'm I'm in. And Yakuza 0 definitely has that. Um, they've just released a remake of the first one as well, Yakuza Kiwami. And I'm going to play that when I finish Yakuza 0, because I am, I am enjoying these. It's uh, a lot of fun. I can tell you. You're very animated. You're very excited when you're talking about it. Yeah, it's so. good. It's good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, bef- right. before I get to my game of the year, Gwen. Oh, okay. I, uh, you mentioned Persona 5. I need to play that. That's on my need to play that I bought this year and actually still haven't probably played. So yeah. Persona 5, yeah, I should me. play that. Same. That's gonna. I'm going to be playing a lot over the Christmas break. I, I wish we could do game of the year in the next year. Because <laughs> like... The time when I play games is when I'm way on Christmas break. We should do we should do Gwen Frey's game of the year next year. Open the year with uh, open the year. Gwen Frey's no, favorite games. You gotta start the year with like looking forward. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, what's, and what's now the, game of the year. Now some games of note. Just two of them. Destiny two. I haven't put that in my game of the year list because for some reason it hasn't grabbed me. I finished the story, and then I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> I don't really know why. I don't know if maybe I'm just done because I played a lot of Destiny, and this is more Destiny. But I think maybe for now, I I will probably dip back into it, but I haven't yet. Um, but it's a really well-made game, and they've improved a lot of little things from the first one. But uh, it's, yeah, it's it's more Destiny, so, you know. All right, honorable mention, more Destiny. Yeah. Destiny good. Yeah, Nier Automata gets an honorable mention as well, in that I haven't finished it. But it was kind of interesting, kind of cool. The Japanese-y kind of game again and kind of weird like more in the weird spectrum there's less wacky humor than yakuza has which i love it's a very weird game but it's definitely interesting i've not played anything like it so it was uh worth checking out yeah japan stepped it up this year yeah if you consider another one that uh that you didn't bring up is legend of zelda well obviously. guess what chris's game of the year oh. is when <laughs> here it comes oh shit i Legend of Zelda. It? No, Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Game of the year. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So good, yeah. Gwen. Have you even played it yet? Uh, I have it oh, shit, installed dude. on my Switch, and the second I get on the plane, I'm going to start yeah. playing it. Uh, you got to understand, like, that came out right when I just became super passionate about work stuff. Yeah. So. No, 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 I, I mean, get it. You, you haven't had much hit. time, but holy shit, it's good, Gwen. Like, oh, I, I, oh, I'm, I mean, I've, I've, like, forced his different save points and he brings he brought into work and i've played through just to look at the animations yeah like I, i've played through certain boss fights and things mm. just to see what they're doing and and I, yeah it feels it feels good it's got good game feel uh, i think it's it might fluid. be one of the best games ever like in terms of it achieving what its objectives clearly are which is creating a giant world that you can go around and interact with and yeah. the world being Considering how big the world is, the world is so well designed, like, for giving you amazing moments. And, yeah, every aspect of that game ties into making the game amazing. And I know most games do, but it really, like, everything seems to complement the objective. Like, even, I've mentioned this before, even the music is, 
it can be so sparse when you're in a big sparse place and the color palette is all it can be kind of sparse as well like when you're in a big green field you are mostly just seeing green and blue like of the sky and the grass like in front of you and the music is just really simple piano notes just played very lightly and all you hear is that and the horse riding along and it's amazing like it it I've not had a game. The closest I'd ever come to something like that before was maybe Skyrim, when you would not interact with Skyrim. You'd just be like, I'm going to just walk around and just look. And you get that kind of a vibe, but nothing as good as uh, Breath of the Wild. In this world. Yeah, it, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's, And it's really fun. And you, you just... The puzzles... I, I never like puzzles. I tried playing uh, Hellblade... Uh, uh-huh. and oh, I couldn't get on with it. Like, I could see how beautiful it was, and I could see I loved the way a narrative was being told. I loved the way it looked, but I just couldn't get on with the matching shapes puzzles. Like, it took me so long to figure out what I was even supposed to do. And then and this is mostly be- maybe because I'm stupid because no one else had this <laughs> problem. But like, it took me so long to figure out what I was doing and it was like, it just felt like it was constantly stopping and starting me and being like, okay, now you're in another puzzle area and, it, and I would groan. Like, I would be like, uh, don't make me do <laughs> this. This is a chore. Yeah, like, I don't want to do this. And then when you get to combat, the combat would be super simplistic and not really that engaging. And it was like, okay, so anytime I'm actually doing anything, I'm not really enjoying myself. But if I'm just walking forwards and experiencing the narrative and the audio, the audio works amazing. Um, I'm into it and I'm digging it. And this is clearly had a lot of love put into it. But it feels like you've shoehorned a game into what could like have Like this just... didn't need to be a game. This could have been like a walking scene. Yeah, to me, to yeah. me. A lot of people loved it. And I am always, when it comes to puzzles, willing to admit that maybe I'm stupid. But like, oh, it, it, it just didn't you... jibe for me. It sucks when they're just shoved into a game that's not about solving puzzles. Yeah, I mean, it kind and they of... they don't have... I can see why it's there and stuff, and it, it just... It didn't work for me. But Breath of the Wild, it's puzzles. I liken it to Portal in the... I loved Portal. It was such a good game, and it's very rare for me to like a game that's a puzzle game. But when you enter mm-hmm. these little shrines and stuff, it will set up for me. Like, it's already taught me how to use a certain tool earlier in the game. And you go in this room and you can see, I need to use this tool and I need to experiment with how my like different tools interact in order to get to a door that is shut. Like 90% of the time, there's a door that's shut and you have to get it open. And it's like, use all the skills you have learned so far in different combinations to make that door open. And so I get the objective. I see what I need to do because it's all laid out in front of me. I'm like, right, okay. Let's figure this out by using the mechanics I've already been taught. And yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Like I can't stress enough how well, like, and I never thought I would be someone that would say a Zelda game would be one of the best games of all time because they've never grabbed me. And they've always felt like they've always had that feet, the same feeling I was explaining with Hellblade, which was I'd start playing it and then you'd come to a dungeon and it'd be like, oh man, seriously, are you going to make me just look around for the hidden thing on a wall somewhere that I've got a press to open the door and it was just yeah. like Ugh. but uh, yeah brilliant 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 excellent no question yeah. my game of the year uh, so Zelda. yeah 
Japan is big for you this year. Yeah, they're, Japanese games. they're killing it. They're, they're doing very well. Nintendo in particular are doing a brilliant job. Like the Switch is such a fun console to use. And to the point where sometimes I think I, I wish it had a little more power just so most of my games could be on it. Because if mm-hmm. most of my games could be on it, I would probably use that console over a lot of them just because it's so nice to use. So far, I've only used it for... Um... Oh, well, that's not true. Mostly I've only used it for handheld stuff. I did mm. play ARMS against uh, some people. ARMS is fine. I didn't... <laughs> yeah, that's not like... That was like stupid party game. Nintendo owns the stupid party game with non-gamer market yeah. pretty well. Yeah, they do. Like, that's what... They've cornered that market. Although, that market's great. to be fair, uh, Gang Beasts has just gone into its like 1.0 and it's like out now. And I sat and played <laughs> it with my girlfriend the other day and god damn, that game's still so much fun. Like, it's it's really fucking fun. Once you get over the five minutes or so of being like, right, what? how do we, how do I do the thing where I pick up the person and throw them? Like, because it's like two different buttons in like, like a pick up and chuck kind of a thing. Yeah. And you're like, once you figured that out, you are having so much fun. Like, I have already figured it out where I'm like, I'm taking this to my families for Christmas and I, we are all going to play these games. Like, we're going to play this, we're going to play Nidhogg. And there's a game called Stickman Fight, which is ridiculous. And yeah, I've <laughs> like, seen that. It's so much fun. Like, <laughs> yes, it's great. Oh, yeah. like, uh, that's going to be a great Christmas. Yeah. I like that. That's a good collection. I think so. Okay, so maybe it's a, the year of the, the goofy party game. Maybe. Yeah. Nah, there's always been goofy party games. There's always games. been goofy party think... games, but like this, the like Nidhogg and I guess Stickman Fight, I think that came out this year, but Gang Beasts mm. is, it's, it's like, I remember the first time I saw Gang Beasts, was two years ago working at a video game convention with a friend of mine we were hosting a stage and we had the guys uh who were making it two of the guys from bone loaf on the stage and we thought well you seem to get a little bit of a crowd around your booth so why don't we do a thing where we go like oh roll up roll up kind of come over gang beast competition against uh this couple of youtubers that were there why don't we do that that'll be fun and it was the biggest audience we drew for like the whole weekend was and it was all kids that really fucking wanted to play gang beasts and the audience was so into it and so loud and vocal and like hundreds of people gathered around to play and wa- and then and conversely watch this game being pl- like projected on a screen with these guys playing it and like it was one of those moments where you stand there and we're be thinking like this game's going to be big. Like, this game's going to do well. Because this is an insane reaction for, like, a game I previously hadn't heard of. And I can instantly yeah. see why this is so much fun in seconds. And these kids this... can just pick it up and be like, yep, I get it. I'm playing it. This is fun. Yeah. Those are the kinds of games that do really, really well at shows, too. Yeah. To be fair. Like, the the multiplayer games like that that are kind of, like, they're aimed to be a party game. They're aimed to be similar to Super Smash Brothers. When I first saw it, I saw it, again, similar to you about two years ago at a convention. I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, it's Super Smash Brothers with some kind of soft body physics. Cool. And I walked away and I didn't expect it to, like, they really dug in. They polished it. They made yeah. a game out of that. They did not, because um, at the time there was loads of Super Smash Brothers clones. Yeah. And also, loads of people trying to do this. It really didn't have as many modes as it does now. You couldn't play it online. Yeah. And it was in beta, to be fair. Like, it's as you say, this is two years later, and it's now 
being published yeah, by did, Double Fine and in 1.0. They 0. believed in it. They pushed it. It looks good. Mm, it's a lot of fun. I uh, bought it again on Steam because I think I got a code for it ages ago. But I was like, I'm going to log into a different account and purchase this for money because these guys have done very well. <laughs> and yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. And uh, so, yeah, that would probably have to go on my list as well just for sheer fun. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Zelda has got to be game of the year. Oh my god, it's been it's been a good year, man. It has. You, you know, yes. Thank you. Thank you for chatting to me, Chris Light. Another year in the books for Gwen Frey and Chris Light and the dialogue box. Uh it's, it's been good. It has been a good year. We've we've got a lot of stuff done. Yeah, it's been a great year. And next year will be even better. I agree. It's when we take over. And I hope you have a wonderful year too, listeners. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the dialogue box.